Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, this next segment is going to be fun because we're going to verify something here. There were reports earlier in the week that George LaRock, Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality, had said that he wanted to fight Iron Mike Tyson. And that is where we're going to go next. We're going to bring back to the show very popular former Edmonton Oilers player, George LaRock. George, how you doing? I'm awesome. What's going on? Well, you you made the news this week, so can you confirm or deny? Or are we talking like a real fight with Mike Tyson? A fight with charity for Mike Tyson? What, what what's going? What did you say uh, on your radio show in Quebec? Okay, so it's it's kind of same thing that uh, Dave Semenko did with Muhammad Ali. It's a, okay. It's a three it's a three round two minute round like exhibition fight with Mike Tyson. You know, of course, when you heard my name and this, a lot of people got excited if it was going to be a real fight or whatever. But it's kind of an exhibition one because I remember when I was talking with Dave Semenko, he said it's one of one of his nicest souvenir when he fought um, when he fought with with Ali, one of his nice souvenir that he had. And when I heard that Tyson was doing a, a like an, an exhibition tourney around the world, I was I told my agent, it's like you should contact his uh, his site. You see. Uh, if we could get this happen in in Montreal, and my agent worked on all the logistics that they presented to them, that we could hear uh, from them after uh, the you know the the Jones fight. But yeah, it's an exhibition fight, though. It's exhibition fight. You have a helmet, you have gloves that are bigger, so it's nothing crazy. A lot of people are thinking about. All right, so so you're saying this is a possibility that you might actually get an exhibition fight with Mike Tyson. Yeah, my agent's working on it. So the, the, the plan would be to get it done in November, December of next year. Because uh, uh, for this to happen, uh, the government will have to allow uh, sure. people to, yeah. the fans to be there, right? It has to be full capacity. If it's full capacity, then it works. Because, uh, you know, a lot of money is going to charity. Uh, and uh, my, my side would go to charity. And, and uh, the, the Tyson side, we have, you know, we have to give him... Uh, we, we, we'll see what the demand is going to be, financial demand is going to be for this, for him to come here. And it would be a sub-card in a, in a, 
it, it would be a normal boxing card and would be a sub sub fight in there. You know, so there's other people that will be involved in that and stuff that, that will be working with my agent. So I'm crossing my fingers because obviously his health has to be good. The, the virus has to be in control by the end of next year. And uh, his demands also have to be reasonable. So then the, 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 the guy that is putting this gala uh, says that this budget, he could work with the budget that they're asking, right? All right, so this is in the boxing ring. This is not on skates because he can't skate. You destroy him <laughs> on skates. It's, dis- it's on the ring. It's in the ring. Okay, realistically, if you were fighting for real, do you think you'd have a chance? The thing is, there's two things. Um, the odds would be against me for sure. But the other thing is, the guy is 55 years old, and yes, he's still strong. But the thing is, he took he took so he took so many hits to the head that I'm not sure how how, how good his health is to to be able to fight a, a real fight for real like this. Because the thing that people don't know is, two of his promoter refused to work with him on uh, on this project that he had because they said it's too dangerous for him, and he couldn't get his boxing license because of his health. Yeah. Because he can get it, that's why he's doing exhibition uh, boxing match with Jones for only two minutes. He said publicly two minutes is for women, but because his health is not good enough, he, can, he can't get his license to actually okay. do a real boxing match. So if I fight with him, if it was a real fight, as much as the odds would be against me, you know me, the way that I am, I think, Bob, that I could do anything. I think that I could, uh, I could, uh, I could beat anyone. At any time that they have confidence in myself, what I do. So I would never say that I wouldn't have a chance if I did so, Bob. But of course, it would be hard. But if it happens, I'm going to train. I'm going to train crazy for it. And believe me, that I, I could surprise people. As, I know you don't think so. I know you think it's a crazy idea. If it was for, and you know me, Bob. In an exhibition match, if I'm if, if I'm in Bell Center and it's packed, you know that I'm not just going to. Go there and there for a little job. You also, you also respect when that guy was in his prime, George. Impossible. In in his prime, it would have been impossible. In his prime, I don't last fifteen seconds. Yeah, fifteen seconds in his prime. There's no way. It, It was unreal. Now he's still unreal. What he's doing for his age right now, he's still good. But his uh, former coach that didn't want to work with him told them publicly that any heavyweights right now in boxing would hurt him right now. Yeah. Any one of them. Any yeah. one of them is heavyweight that in boxing right now. I know the video that he does are impressive, but again, people have to realize uh, when you punch a bag, the bags are not, they're not punching back, you know? So that's what people have to realize when you look at that. I know it's, a, it's, it's and, and it's, the name itself strikes fear, but again, Bob, I fought for a living for 15 years. 13 years and I saw two years in the minors with with no glove, you know. And yeah, it's totally different on skate than it is on on uh, that that is on the ring. Right. But, you know, I have a bit of boxing background. I did tons of boxing uh, in Edmonton to get ready for the season. And you know, Franco Sestito, that is well known in Edmonton. I, I used yep. to train with him. He helped me tons with boxing background. Daryl Duke helped me out with boxing well, background. Well, you so, fought? Did you not fight Daryl Duke in the uh, Oilers dressing room one time? Yeah, I did, and, I, and then you remember when the his thumb cut my eye socket and I almost lost my sight. Remember that? Yeah. The, the incident that happened. So yeah, but yeah, so I did a bit of it, not enough to be a good. I could never be a good boxer today. But again, we're talking about three rounds of two minutes. That's nothing. It's short. 
and it's it's an event for charity and it's something for fun. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. A, a memory video like Semenko did that will be fun. So people will never know. Actually, uh, George, like. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, I think it's uh, great that it'd be for charity. I hope Tyson does it with you. I hope you don't hit Tyson too hard. <laughs> I hope you don't make him angry. I know you can defend yourself. I know you're a good fighter, but that guy, that guy still worries me a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, Bob, Bob, I, I, Bob, I guarantee you that if it happens, I will yeah. make him angry. I will make you, him angry. You will make him angry. Yeah, because I want to feel this power. I want to know what he's got. Are you telling me one opportunity like this? You think that I just want to get pedal punch? Like, let it, no, I want to feel it. <laughs> hey, did you? It. The first, the first round, you go easy. You know, you have fun, and then it's only two minutes. The last two, you open it up, and you know, you don't think he's gonna like that. Yeah. Oh well, I, you know, I'm, I, you know what? Uh, hopefully, everything's back up to normal at, uh, this time next year, and maybe, uh, maybe we can, I don't know, maybe we can convince somebody that used to train down at Body by Bennett to uh, to fly us into Montreal to see this happen during the year. Hey, uh, did you not uh, do a an event kind of like this with George Saint Pierre as well? Did you did you not do something yeah. in the octagon yeah, with George? Did. How did that go? Yes, we did. We did an MMA fight and. Uh, yeah, it was not good. It, it, it was bad. It was bad. Why was it, it was bad? Well, because he he did to me what Sarah did. Remember what Sarah did to Brian McCabe? Remember that? He threw him around like a right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember when he ragdolled him, what he did to him? Yep. That's exactly what that's exactly what he did to me. He did whatever he wanted with me. He grabbed me on the ground. And, but you know what he told me when after we fought? He said that, George... The hardest thing when I was fighting you was to put you down gently because you don't want to hurt me when it's putting me down because we were trying to put the other guy down, and I couldn't bring him down. And he brought me down so many times, and then we grappled on the ground, and he got me to tap. And, yeah, it was uh, – but, again, MMA is not the same thing, right? It, it's like you have to be the best at jiu-jitsu, best at karate, taekwondo, yeah. like everything. You have to – wrestling – you have to combine all those disciplines all together and be a master at it, which he was, which was unbelievable. And he's a really good friend of mine. And, you know, I used to tease him all the time. And, and he's like, okay, you want to do this? Then go to TriStar. So we did this live, uh, you know, on TSN in Montreal, and, and, and we have so much fun with that and stuff. But, uh, you know, boxing's not the same thing. Obviously, it's different. Like, cause, uh, and, and, and you know what, Bob? I'll go further to say that if I would have boxed with George, a real boxing match, it would have you would have had a better chance. you you would have had a better chance. I agree. I would have got him. I would have got him. Well, who did? Uh, wasn't the, who is the big uh, MMM guy that fought the boxer? Somebody old Texas here, seven eight zero four. A couple of years ago, the 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 oh, Irish. Yeah. The Irish. No, 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 no. Bigger than that. Like the biggest, Conor McGregor. Who did Conor, was it Floyd Mayweather? Is that who he went in the... Yeah, uh, Mayweather, Mayweather. Yeah, he fought in the... Yeah, you know, and and so, you know, like all I could think of is, because I'm not the biggest fan of Floyd, is I. it would have been awesome to have seen Conor McGregor get him in the octagon because he would have torn him apart. I actually thought McGregor did pretty good. Uh, pretty good yeah, in the but, actual... Yeah, but... Yeah, but remember? He played with him to make it last longer. He just... He wanted to see what it was like, and he had fun. He was, you know, like, we. at one point, some people even thought that Floyd was in trouble because he wasn't hitting, and he was just let him play and stuff, right? Oh, yes. And just, but you know Floyd, the way that he is and stuff, like he puts on the show and stuff. 
and he, he wanted to make it last much longer so then people would have more fun watching it. But, you know, if he wanted to, I'm pretty sure that Floyd could have handed it in the first round if he really tried harder. George, George, going back to the 70s, and I'd like to thank Cactus Jack for pointing this out on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. I know Semenko fought Ali in, like, 83, but in I think it was in the late 70s, early 80s, Lyle Alzado, who is one of the baddest guys in the NFL, he was a defensive lineman, he fought Muhammad Ali, and it was a lot more serious for an exhibition tilt. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, it was not like, don't get me wrong, it was still an exhibition tilt, but there was a little bit more. Uh, and Lyle Alzado, who since passed, he was, he was a tough guy. And so that was one. There's video of it up there. So, uh, that's, you know, this this sounds, uh, this sounds. I, you know what, I hope, are you still represented by Stephen Kotlowitz? Is that uh, his? I'm actually his former partner, David Epigee. He's, uh, he now he's with another friend called Tip Top Management, and he's the okay. one taking care of, uh, of the logistics uh, for, to make this happen. Yeah. But Bobby, Bob, 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 if it works, you have to come. <laughs> I'm hoping we're playing NHL hockey a year from now, George. Well, we will be. Put it that way, right? No, no, if you... no, 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 no. We will be, but, but Bobby, it's going to be at Bell Center, so... Yeah. You know, like, like, well, you know, it's going to be worth it. You could do an in and out for that. What yeah. if it's my last one? What if it's yeah. my last one? Do you want to miss it? No, I, well, you know what, George? I don't want it to be your last one. <laughs> <Some of the best. laughs> you know, you know the most. Uh, Jason from Sangudo just texted us and said, "George, tell George if he's going to fight Mike Tyson, he's got to wear ear covers." I got to wear what? Ear covers. Because what? remember when? Why? Because Tyson bit Holyfield's ear in a fight. And yeah, but he's vegan, he's vegan now. I he's vegan now. Yeah, so you can't bite any part of my body. He's vegan, Bob. So that's oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, George, you're having too much fun. Uh, that's cra- That's crazy stuff. Uh, I I wish you I wish you well. I am. It, it was it was interesting to hear you explain the situation. Uh, Obviously, George St. Because George St. Pierre, to me, we were talking about must-watch athletes, George. And when Mike Tyson was in his prime, he was a must-watch athlete. For mixed martial arts fans, especially in Canada, George St. Pierre was a much uh, a must-watch athlete, wasn't he? I mean, he's one of the most oh, exciting athletes. Is that, is that not fair? Yeah. Well, you know, I've been friends with him before he was champion. I've been friends with him for a long time. He used to come and watch me play in Edmonton before he was a, when, while he was training for him to be an MMA fighter. We were friends way before he became a champion, and now it's amazing that oh, now he's one of the most recognized athletes in the world, and, and he's so disciplined to, uh, to what he does. Listen, the guy's a machine. The other day, I go to his, to his house, and he invited me to go swimming, and he has this new equipment that, that, that he's selling now uh, that is a training equipment that you, you use in the pool. Even when I go, just have fun with him swimming, we work out. Every time you're with him, you have to work out, always. That guy works out every day. He's a machine. That's all oh, he ever does. Is George in his late 30s or early 40s now? No, no, late 30s. Late 30s? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, speak. So, but, speak. But still, but still it, it, you know, he still hopes to fight uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. He still wants to fight him because that's the only thing missing. And I keep telling him, George, it's not a good idea to fight Khabib. You wouldn't do this. And we, we argue about this because he's like, no, I could take him. I know his weakness. I could take him. I could take him. So we always laugh about that and stuff. But the guy is still a gamer and he still wants to do it. Yeah. 
Uh, text coming in saying, Bob, you're right, GSB is the Canadian Connor of the mixed martial arts. Uh, so let's go to a couple other sports uh, for most exciting players. George, the most exciting player in the NHL, does he play for the Oilers? Well, are you kidding me? For sure. It's not even, it's not even close. There's Connor and then the rest. So there's, no, there's nobody else that could be as exciting to watch than him. There's no doubt about that. Is he the fastest guy you've ever seen play? Yeah, he is by far, by far the fastest guy. That like, you, you know, you know, the, the only thing that is terrible about the All-Star game, I wish, you know when they did the fastest game? Remember when they let, and what's his guy named in Detroit? Dylan Larkin, they, they let him have yes. a wind-up. He had a wind-up. Yes, he had a wind-up. That's not fair. Give that wind-up to McDavid and see how many seconds he takes off from the real record, actually. Because yeah. that wasn't fair. Even, even, uh, yeah, the, uh, Dylan even admitted that that with the windup that he had, there was an advantage. Yeah, I, t- I I totally agree with you. NFL, okay. I really like Lamar Jackson uh, for Baltimore, but you have a guy with the Seahawks you're a big fan of. That's a must-watch guy for you, isn't it? Well, first of all, Lamar. Ja- the thing with Lamar Jackson is the, the the reason why I don't really like him much is because without running, if he can't run, he can't do much. And now teams are figuring him out. And he doesn't have the same years last year. I love Russell Wilson because, you know, if you look at the height of, of QBs, yes. you know, six, like even even uh, Tom Brady 6'3", like they're tall. Yeah. Like, he's 5'10", Russell Wilson. He's a small guy to be a QB, and he has no protection. And every play, he's always in the scrum. He comes out of the, the box and he makes a play. And he has always passing, running, get out of the – get other people that try to sack him making plays he's unreal he's an unbelievable teammate the way that he is he's so humble and it's unreal like his teammates they must love playing with him whether people are hurt or not he always tries his best his best and off the uh, off the field he's an awesome human being also his reputation the way everybody talks about him he's such a great person everybody loves him that to me it's the, the great example on and off the field and he's such a great leader. I followed him since he was a rookie in 2012, and I just yep. love the guy. Now, you've met him, have you not? No, not yet. I went oh. to Seattle to see one of his games. I, yep. I went there, but I haven't had the chance yet to uh, to meet him. But uh, hopefully one day, uh, especially with NHL hockey, that's going to be there when I go for a doubleheader, I'll have a chance to meet him in person. All right. Well, George. Who's, uh, your, team? What's your, th- who's your team in the NFL? Well, I'm in fantasy football, so for me, it depends on who's on my team. I don't have Lamar Jackson as a quarterback. Uh, no, but who's but your I, favorite team? Who's your favorite team? I used to be in the 70s a Cowboys fan. I don't even know if I got a favorite team anymore, George. I, yeah, I, I, join, join my team. Join my team. I'll teach you as a fan. <laughs> the Seahawks. They're huge. They have a big following in Edmonton. They're because all their games are on TV, as you know, George. So yeah, and, uh, and they're the closest also. So yeah, a lot of people are. And you know, you go to wait. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say one guy. You know, some people have suggested that uh, Lamar Jackson's a bit like Michael Vick. Um, yeah, well, Michael, well, Michael Vick was more precise with the ball when he threw I, it. At this stage in his career, I would, you know, my, Michael Michael Vick in the open field might have been faster than Lamar Jackson. You think so? I mean, yeah. I think he might have been fat. Michael Vick could fly. And I love Lamar. Like, Lamar's fast, too. But Michael Vick, and especially relative to the time, 
right? We're talking 20 years ago when he came out of Virginia Tech. So, yeah. I mean, he... Yeah, but the thing is, though, back then, uh, man, to be a QB or running back, you have to be a man because now the rules, they protect yes. those guys way more now. But yeah. back then, like, the, the helmet to helmet hits and, and how physical they were, and it, it, it was crazy back then how, with no rules, how those guys, they could do what they did because... You know, did you see Bo Jackson? He was yes. saying that if I play in the NHL today with all the rules, I would do like 400 yards a game because of how how it's not as physical as it used to be back in the day. And that guy was a tank back then. George, it's not even close. Bo Jackson's the greatest athlete we've ever seen. The guy, you know, he played in the, he played in the Pro Bowl. He played in the Major League All Star Game. He was the MVP. He was 230 pounds at six foot two. And he ran the fastest 40 ever, 4-1-12. Now, it's not time gun, but it was a 4-1-12. I mean, the stuff the guy could do was obscene. He was the most explosive running back we've ever seen. And he was... And, 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 he was, and, and, you, and you know who has his physique and his speed right now in the NFL? Who's that? Metcalf. Oh, yeah. DK Metcalf for the Seahawks. Oh yeah! Did you see that? What he did the other game when he uh, came back I, I, miles I, an hour? Uh, he was flying. I, <laughs> he's he's a hell of an athlete. Hey George, we six foot six, six foot two thirty. George, uh, love having you on. You ready to do another hit next Thursday? Anytime, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, George. Hang in there, man. Thank you, brother. All right. That with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Is George LaRock. He's up for it. He's ready to go. Uh, Mike Tyson, an exhibition. We already mentioned Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the uh, app store. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Brent Ridge Ford is out in Wetaskiwin where cars cost less. They're looking for more trades. The Ford Motor Company of uh, we'll give you a trade-in bonus of 2500 for your 2016 model or older. And the team at Brent Ridge Ford is keeping your safety their top priority. Uh, they comply with all AHS safety protocols. Go down and see Uncle Belt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. As we bring aboard... Brendan Escott. Brendan, does George have a chance against Mike Tyson? What do you think? Do you think he should poke the bear in that? I, I, I don't know if he should be doing that. You know, he's a braver a braver man than most, I would say. Uh, but if anybody's going to step in there and give Tyson a run, it's it's going to be somebody with the mentality uh, and the physical capability of George. So you're damn right I'd tune in to watch. <laughs> my, my concern is George is, might be a little bit nicer of a guy than Mike. <laughs> Mike might go to a place that maybe George doesn't necessarily always want to go to. Uh, and, and I mean that with the utmost respect to George. 
Give us the Steen Oilers history. Back in 1997, Craig Miller uh, scores twice. The Oilers and Islanders play to a 4-4 tie at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Kelly Buckberger, Andre Kovalenko, Dean McCammon, Mats Lindgren all had two-point games, while soon-to-be Oilers netminder Tommy Salo took the loss for New York. Was it a 4-4 tie, or was it a 4th? I, I do remember when the Oilers got Millar and Barry Moore in the trade for Miroslav Shaitan. And then Shaitan became a star uh, with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, tonight, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports. Is it a fluid shoe? Show? Shoe? Shoe? It's not kicking. <laughs> You're going to hear from uh, Oilers defenseman William Legison, as we mentioned, as well as NHL insider John Shannon, Fort McMurray Oil Barons head coach and GM Gord Thibodeau, and uh, president and founder of the running room, John Stanton. All right. Uh, coming up tomorrow... Edmonton area product, Alan May from NBCSN Washington. Mark Spector, who must have been stoked when Brian Burke was talking about the fact that, uh, you know, you still need to have a little bit of roof and S in your lineup. A lot of flag football getting played in the regular season, said Brian Burke. So Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. And my play-by-play partner, Jack Michaels. I'll get his thoughts on Iron Mike Tyson, because he'll have them. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 632 Afternoons with Jalen and I. Have a terrific Thursday, everybody. So long. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.